Welcome, and thank you for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection for November 24th, 2021. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and Most Gracious God, we are thankful for your loving kindness, for your grace, and the blessing you give us in and through your Son, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. You know, it's hard to believe tomorrow is going to be Thanksgiving and right around the corner is Christmas. This is a wonderful season. And I thought it'd be appropriate to share a few things that I'm thankful for. A little history first. In November 1621, after the Pilgrims' first corn harvest proved successful, Governor William Bradford organized a celebratory feast and invited a group of the fledgling colony's Native American allies, including the Wapanoak chief, Massaoi, now remembered as America's first Thanksgiving. Although the pilgrims themselves may not have used the term at the time, the festival lasted for three days. While no record exists of the first Thanksgiving's exact meal or menu, much of what we know about what happened at the first Thanksgiving comes from Pilgrim chronicler Edward Winslow, who wrote, quote, and this is written in Old English, so I'm going to read it word for word. Uh, quote, Our harvest being gotten in, our governors sent four men on fowling, that so we might after a special manner rejoice together. After we had gathered the fruits of our labors, they four in one day killed as much fowl as with a little help beside served the company almost a week, at which time, amongst other recreations, we exercised our arms. Many of the Indians coming amongst us, and amongst the rest, their greatest king, Massaoi, with some ninety men, whom for three days we entertained and feasted. And they went out and killed five deer, which they brought to the plantation and bestowed on our governor, and upon the captain and others. And although it be not always so plentiful as it was at this time with us, yet by the goodness of God we are so far from want that we often wish you partakers of our plenty, end quote. Thanks be to God that most of us are far from want or need of sustenance and other material things. We do, however, need Jesus, and we have him as evidenced by John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Wow. 
I'm thankful for many things, but I'm most thankful for John's testimony in his gospel. I'm thankful for each and every one of you, and it's my hope and prayer that you and your families have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I've said it so many times, but it is worth repeating that I am a firm believer. When God's word is sent out, it never returns empty. I recently told our kids in our confirmation class, whenever they hear God's word read, or whenever they visually read God's word themselves, it plants seeds in their heart and in their mind that bear fruit of service and ministry when God gives us the growth. I give thanks for God's word, knowing that whenever we hear it or read it, it is equipping us to become more Christ-like and to show our gratitude to him through service and ministry to others. I am thankful that God loves us unconditionally, and he prepares us to bear his image to others. In Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, he describes what stewardship looks like. I know when you hear the word stewardship, you always think that someone's tugging on your wallet or your pocketbook. But that's not what Paul's talking about here. Paul is speaking of the stewardship of the loving kindness that God has given us through his son Jesus. In these words, Paul is tugging on the Corinthians' hearts and encouraging them to be good stewards of God's love. This is very timely, and to me it's a wonderful recipe for thanksgiving. Here is a reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ, and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his incredible gift. What a wonderful reading. And finally, I have some really good news to share that I am very thankful for. 
On Wednesday, October 27th, I did a Bible study and reflection titled, Equipped by Jesus. In that podcast, I shared with you a story about a homeless guy named Joe that I met behind an Ingalls shopping center in Brevard, North Carolina, on October 23rd. Since I shared that story with you, I've had a lot of people ask me for an update. And thank you for your concern, by the way. For those of you that did not listen to that podcast, I met Joe one Saturday morning behind the Ingalls Shopping Center in Brevard, North Carolina. I was on my daily walk and noticed a man sitting in the grass with his head hung down behind the store. As I walked by, I tried to engage him in conversation, but he did not reply. When I passed by him a second time, I asked him if I could sit down and chat. I learned that he was homeless and was feeling very depressed. I asked him if I could pray for him and what he would like for me to pray for. He asked me to pray that he would die. I told him I couldn't do that, and I prayed for God's peace to be with him and thanked God that he had put Joe in my path that morning. He shared with me that his troubles had begun about six years ago when he got divorced. I saw that as an opportunity to let him know that Jesus never leaves us, and Jesus would never divorce him. I gave Joe some cash and two gift cards to Walmart. On that following Sunday, he went to Walmart to buy a phone charger because his battery had gone dead. While he was charging his phone in front of Walmart, he was approached by and questioned by a deputy sheriff and as a result, found out he had an outstanding warrant, and he took him to jail. I learned that he had a court hearing scheduled for November 11th. I let him know I would pray for him, that the outcome would be in his favor. Also let him know that I pray for him every day. On November 7th, I received a phone call from Joe, letting me know that he makes custom birdhouses. I thought to myself, okay, that sounds cool, but how nice could they really be? He also told me he wanted to give me one as a thank you for sitting with him and praying with him and being concerned. He sent a picture of one that he had made via text, and to say the least, I was blown away. The level of detail was exceptional. He told me he had recently sold one for $275. He also told me he wanted to give me the birdhouse in thanks for what I had done. I was very humbled. On top of that, he also shared with me that he had another homeless friend that he had given $50 to so he could get something to eat. His quote to me was, what goes around comes around. I think we refer to that as paying it forward. In just two weeks, Joe had gone from wanting to die to helping someone else and sharing with me. I communicated with Joe on the 11th, which was scheduled to be his court appearance. He said it had been postponed and wasn't sure what the next date will be. Well, on Friday the 19th, I received a text at 10.01 a.m. that said, Everything was dropped. Thank you for your prayers. He had gone to court that morning, and the judge had dropped all charges. I learned that the charges 
were for trespassing on the property behind Ingalls because that was where he was sleeping. Last week, Joe and I spoke on the phone several times, and he let me know that he had a roof over his head now and was helping someone renovate their house, as well as making custom birdhouses. I shared this story with our family on our 20-person text thread. As a result of that, one of my sister-in-laws let me know she wants to buy one of Joe's birdhouses, and I communicated that with him. He was very excited. Another wonderful example of paying it forward. I thank God for Joe and his friendship and for giving growth to the seeds that I planted in Joe's heart behind the Ingalls store on that Saturday morning a little over a month ago. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings you have bestowed on my life. You have provided me with more than I could have ever imagined. You have surrounded me with people who always look out for me. You have given me family and friends who bless me every day with kind words and actions. They lift me up in ways that keep my eyes focused on you. And Lord, I'm so grateful for keeping those safe around me and the ones I love. I hope that you provide me with the ability and sense to show them every day how much they matter. I hope that you give me the ability to give them the same kindness they have provided me. I am extremely grateful for all of your blessings in my life, Lord. I pray that you make me ever mindful of the needs of others and help me to do something about it. I ask this in Jesus' name. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord, and go plant some seeds this Thanksgiving. Much love from our family to yours.